Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, good evening, everybody. Welcome back to the Six Rings King Show on a new night, Monday night now, baby. We're really excited, actually, to have Eric McLean on the show here, college football analyst, co-host of the Huddle. Coach! Yes! All right! First time show of the year. Bobby Hurricanes, yeah, you know the name already. It's Merced. Ha ha. It's the Six Rig Cane Show. Can't forget the name, though. Got Jazz, Blue Vision, DJ, break the game code. Ain't no changing up. Ain't no breaking up. Real port alive from the Hall Rock Stadium. Ball 14 for the orange and green. We see the Six Rig Champs. It's more than a dream. This is life on the field. Beyond 100 yards of hurricane. That's never still putting damage to your squad. What's wrong with us? Seriously. What's wrong with us? We're Miami Hurricanes fans. Welcome to the Six Rings Cane Show, a show dedicated to Miami Hurricane sports, featuring the legendary Larry Bluestein, Jazz Santana, Vish, and Danny Gillette. Let's go Canes. All right. Transitioning to the, the, the kids have taken the field. So we talked about last week. They did the media rounds. Now the pads are on. Are the pads on? Or are they doing no pads? Pads are on. No, right? I, don't, I think it's no pads. No pads. The pads are going to be right? on. Don't they ease into it? I yeah. could be wrong. In any event, pads are imminent. Um, so uh, um, I guess I'll start with you, Melissa. So what? Uh, it's been a, two days of practice so far. What has kind of stood out to you or what, what are your takeaways? I know you also uh, listened to the press conference afterwards, so you can comment on I that. I mean, well. I mostly was just watching the pressers. I haven't really seen a lot on what the players have done. Um, it's just mainly like what people have been taught, like what player – Players have been talking about other players and what, you know, Coach Cristobal said about what he's expecting and all of these things. Um, I love listening to Kevin Beard. Um, I think he was like our best offseason hire. Just listening to talk about how he relates to the wide receivers and what they're doing in practice and what he expects from certain guys. Like, I seriously, getting him to Miami is, I'm going to say it right now, was our best offseason move. My, besides getting rid of Gaddis. Um, but Get, getting Kevin Beard to Miami is it's going to do wonders for our receivers. I'm just calling it right now. And I think on the subject of our receivers, just the depth that Miami has at the position right now, you have, you know, Colby Young, obviously who had a big year last year and really kind of became Tyler Van Dyke's favorite target. Then you have a guy like, you know, Ray Ray Joseph, who is coming into the program who could make an impact in short order. You have Robbie Washington. You have all these players, you know, who can 
step up and make an impact and finally bring depth to the position that we have been missing for quite some time. I mean, we saw when Restrepo, for example, went down last year, how the depth kind of suffered in you know certain spots. And now we're beginning to see some of the highly touted younger wide receivers, as well as the veterans, you know, step up and, you know, make their presence known during the early stages of, of uh, camp here. Yeah, I also liked when he was talking about how, I forget which receiver he was talking about, but like catching the ball with his hands more instead of with his body. And that allows you to like make a, a football move quicker. Um, there was one interview, I was watching the Akeem Mesidor interview earlier today, and they asked him about Ruben Bain. And Mesidor could not have smiled any bigger than he did when they asked him about Bain. I, I guess the, he's kind of like taking him under his wing. And, you know, he say, it said that Bain was on him on pre- in practice early because I guess Mesidor had a slow start to the day. So Bain was like all over him, like, yo, let's go. Um, but I, I, I love seeing some of the vet guys who are some of our really, really good players kind of taking this class under their wing because this class that's coming in, that, that they're, they're going to be the standard for recruiting classes to come in the Mario Cristobal era. So I loved hearing that. And you talk about the newcomers that, that, that Miami has brought in, also the newcomers on the coaching staff. I was reading some comments from Tyler Van Dyke earlier this week, and he was talking about, you know, the new offensive coordinator, Shannon Dawson, and he said that, you know, this offensive system gives the quarterback, you know, the opportunity to change run plays to pass plays, pass to run, and it gives receivers, you know, routes based on what, you know, the defense brings to the table. So, and he said, you know, it gives the quarterback a lot of freedom. And I think that will help Van Dyke as well, combined with the new faces as well as the veterans, like I said, at wide receiver. I mean, I think the fact that we have this wide receiver depth as well as a system that benefits the quarterback Whereas at times I didn't think Josh Gattis did last year. I think that will make a world of difference as well. Well, I, I think if you, not to alarm anyone, but if you rewind a year and listen to how Tyler Van Dyke was talking about the Frank's, Frank Ponce, Josh Gattis combination, I don't think it's much different than the comments he's making now. So but we'll I mean, see when I they hit the field. Only, I think there's only so much they can say. No, no, yeah. I know, I, mean, I know, but I, I'm not reading it. You can see based on offensive style where this would be more favorable to, to, to the quarterback. Especially. Right, but, but every every time a new coach comes in, especially the quarterback, is like, oh, yeah, this fits me like a glove. This is the greatest thing that's ever happened. And he did it last year too. So I I, I wouldn't read too much into that. Um just in terms of, yeah, we'll see when they when they actually take the field, right? Um, I mean, it can't be much worse than the way last year well, ended. Considering so. it's an air raid, I kind of I kind of agree with Van Dyke. Even if he said it last year, I, I yeah. I well, it's a, it's an air raid with with us using a bunch of running backs and right. tight ends, so it's going to be some kind of amalgamation of of different things, right? It's not just going to be winging it everywhere because um, again, the I, running back, yeah. the running back room is intrigues me a lot yeah and 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 van dyke specifically was talking about how mark fletcher's a beast right and so yeah Yeah. and where's he even on the depth chart at this point so (laughs) you're you're, you're talking about we're gonna want to run the ball a lot because we want to get the ball into those players hands yeah and then and then uh as dj and our (laughs) 
I can't believe I have to be the one to say this, but our tight end room is loaded also. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so with, uh, with Arroyo coming back from injury yeah. and you got Jaleel with a year under his belt and yeah. then Riley Williams and Jackson Carver. Yeah. I mean, we have, I mean, we have some talent in that tight end room. It's actually, and Elijah Arroyo is a beast. I, I'm assuming he's fully healthy to start the season. I am so excited to see what he does. Right. So you got all these weapons that aren't receivers. The traditional air raid is really a lot of just chucking the ball to receivers, getting right. it out into the flats quickly. So it's going to be some kind of – we'll see what it looks like when it comes out there. Kane's Day mentioning listen, my boy Emery Williams after we hung out with him at the baseball game. We hung out with Emery Williams and Jackson, and Carver. Jackson Carver. Yes. Yeah. Uh, no, there's been a lot, a lot in the in the in the press about how good Emery's looking and and how quickly he's taking to everything in, in college football and everyone's calling him like the next Ken Dorsey. Which, I mean, I like to go easy on the comparisons. Ken yeah. Dorsey was also throwing to like NFL All Pro receivers back then. Hopefully, Kevin Beard can turn our receiver room into that. Um, I mean, that's a great compliment for Emery. Um, but I mean. He made the Elite 11 finals. So I, I think people are a little kind of underestimating how good Emery Williams is. Making um, the Elite 11 finals is not easy by any means. It's at not all. easy. Everyone's like, oh, he's only a three star. I mean, he made the Elite 11 finals. Yeah. So listen, I'm, I'm excited for Emery. He seems like a smart kid. When I've seen interviews from, from him, like he studies the game. Um, yeah, but, and, but let's, let's, let's. So here, here's the thing, right? Um, but again, you have to see him actually play but but uh, the other thing i'll say is i would say probably every single quarterback that has come through a school after ken dorsey had a better arm than ken dorsey, than ken dorsey. it's ken dorsey not, had a lot of talent around him it's it's not <laughs> it, it's not that it, that was part of it for sure those teams were loaded obviously we're talking about the best yeah. teams in, in college football history it's also mm-hmm. it's not surprising that he's an offensive coordinator now because he would call half the plays at the line of scrimmage every time he audibled you're like we're gonna score a touchdown now he was a brain um, Right, and, and, and he had, actually just, he actually played, IQ. and he actually played a little in the NFL with a noodle arm because of that. Like he played, he yeah. got snaps for the 49ers and stuff, like in the Browns, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, in the Browns as well, and and he couldn't really throw, certainly not an NFL level, uh, and that's because so like that's what the it's college. The arm talent's not as important as being able to get the ball to the right person yeah. at the right time, because frankly, like the defense is but, I mean, thicker. Huh? Honestly, unless it's like this elite five-star QB, how often do you hear about true freshman quarterbacks in fall camp and stuff? Like, Emery's getting talked about a lot, considering he's probably going to redshirt this year. He's getting talked about a lot because he's doing really well. So, yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. You, don't hear, you don't usually hear about that. Well, we also don't have depth. That is also true. I'm not yeah. the reason, a lot of reason you don't hear about a lot of true like freshman quarterbacks is because they don't get reps. That's they're true. coming in that like fourth or fifth on the draft chart. So, but still, it's nice to hear. No, no, it's, it's good. It's nice it, it, no, it's good because you could also basically we were going to hear about him because he's getting a lot more snaps than a freshman normally does. Mm-hmm. But, but we're hearing good things because he's playing well. Otherwise, we'd be hearing bad things like I can't believe Miami took this. Kid. <laughs> We've heard that come out of practice before too, right? We we're going to hear something. But he's playing really well. He's playing at a high level. Um, I'm not entirely sure he's going to redshirt. To be honest. Because we only have three quarterbacks, so you're gonna want to get well, them. Assuming, assuming everyone stays healthy, why wouldn't he? Well, you're gonna want to get them action. Because I mean, I mean, you can play in four games and still redshirt. Right. Yeah. So. Well, the reason you want to get him some reps this year is he's very possibly it's gonna be him or Jakari starting next year. So 
you don't want that to be his first snap, like the first game next year. So, yeah. I, I, and and again, I, I keep going back to this. With and that's the, another interesting debate. Totally different styles. Yeah. Totally mm-hmm. different style of quarterback. Um, so, yeah. Very be, different. That will be very interesting. To see I, I don't think, he, I'll be honest, I don't think he needs to go to wide receiver. He's got a good arm against a completely different type of quarterback. And if we are really going to an offense that, does not emphasize the quarterback's athleticism. Frankly, Jakari Brown should transfer. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. <laughs> because, I didn't want to say it, but... Because there are a lot of schools where he would be an elite quarterback. Mm-hmm. And uh, depending on the system, like if we, you know, before um, before um, before Gaddis, we obviously had Rhett Lashley here. If, if we put Jakari Brown the same offense that King was running, he would be a much better fit than yep. Van Dyke yeah. or... Or yep. Emory Williams, so 100%. so so it's just it's about fit, and it looks like we're going more in the you know the 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 pass happy away from the quarterback running stuff. If we're doing that, mm-hmm. we're probably not the right school for him anymore. But right. you know he's going to compete, and we'll see what he does because he can always improve his passing too. And you can't yeah. coach what he does with the ball. You can't, you can't coach his athleticism. Yeah. Like you can't so teach just, that. Yeah. So there's just there's there's all sorts of stuff he's going to bring to the table that no one else is going to. So if yep. he can get his passing up to the level, you know, it's not out of the question that he he's the starter next year. So I, I'm certainly not giving up on him. And he got a lot of experience last season. I mean, I know we threw him to the fire, but there's all it's all learning, learning experiences and tape that he can go back and look at. And he I mean, he played really well against Georgia Tech. Um mm-hmm. Then did not play well against Clemson. With Clemson. Well, we knew that was going mean, to happen. Uh, yeah, Clemson yeah. and Georgia Tech are, are two. Yeah, really but different. but we didn't even get a hundred yards in that game. So, <laughs> you know, there, there was last year was very. Listen, this was a kid who expected to be on the bench with a clipboard the entire in a headset the entire year. So. Yeah, and again, it's a different offense now. So yeah, I think I think I think people also overreacted to the spring game with him in a game where you're not allowed to run as the quarterback and that's like his main thing like what's he gonna do like yeah. he's not gonna win like a passing competition just stationary throwing like at bullseyes right that's not his game right. so when you take the, the ability of the quarterback to run away from him it's just it's not a setup for him agreed so. for sure all right so okay, one other player i want to talk about oh, oh go ahead go ahead if you have a question, question. Oh, yeah, finish, go, for finish. No, no, go for it go for it no i was gonna say uh what uh position group are you look uh looking forward to the most to see improvement in well, group well let me let me let me throw this out there and see if it overlaps with your answer. So one of the big okay. other big things topics of discussion has been James Williams. And um his interview was very interesting. Yeah, he's basically I mean, first it was he's going to be playing multiple positions, then it's kind of like settled into he's going to be a linebacker. So where first of all, where do you see him playing? Do you like the idea of him playing as a linebacker, which is probably one of our weaker positions and we do have more depth at safety or where, where do you see him fitting where do you see him settling and what do you think he's well I mean how many how many seasons has it been where people have said oh they should move James to linebacker I swear I've heard this for like two years I mean we we've um, certainly been saying it especially when it was him and it was Avante Williams and it was Kinchins mm-hmm. you're like those are three guys that should be able to start James yeah. Williams is the only one that could potentially play in the box I think yeah. that's what drove a lot of it this time it's coming from inside the house I mean, from what I've read and heard, it sounds like they're going to try him at linebacker, but it's not necessarily going to be 
and every down thing. It sounds like they're going to play him kind of all over the field. And from what, from the interview James Williams did, I don't know if, I don't remember if it was today or yesterday. He said that he's willing to do whatever it takes, whatever coach Gidry wants, which kind of is a change in tone from the past. Cause from what I understood, he was pretty set on playing safety up until like even last season, he was like, yeah, no, I only want to play safety. And I think, you know, like, like you guys talked about the depth at the safety position and, you know, he has natural athleticism. It's not like his skills limit him to just one position or box him in to just safety. He has the athleticism to possibly play the linebacker position as well. So I think given the depth at safety and, you know, like like Melissa just mentioned, given the, the fact that he wants to help the defense in any way that he can, I think at least trying him at linebacker and seeing what results come of it would not be a bad idea at all. Right. And I, I mean, think the other part of that is, is Brian Ballum is very talented as well. So that gets him on the field mm-hmm. as the second safety next to Kitchens. And if you move Williams up into the box. I mean, linebacker was our we- one of our weakest positions last yeah. year. It's definitely improved when we brought in um, Kiko from Washington State. Um, having him in the same is, is going to be a nice little one-two punch at linebacker. But James Williams as well, I mean, that's quite the trio with, with them. I mean – I think the linebacker room's significantly upgraded. Yeah, no, it is. I think James Williams is just another option there that can yeah. get get. There's a lot of bodies at at linebacker. Like we haven't <laughs> even really talked about. You know, Corey Flag led the team in tackles last year. Um, I think he was taking reps with the twos, though. Corey yeah, no. Flag. Well, that's the interesting thing, right? So he's he's been productive. But mm-hmm. not necessarily, you know, someone you would say, oh, we want to see him starting. Right. It's a, yeah. The linebacker position is interesting. Like, so we have a lot. It's a deep from number standpoint, a lot of youth there, and then a lot of players that haven't. Oh, really... I mean, we've brought our, our incoming class brought in a lot of talent. The 2023 right. so, kids. So James Williams sure. potentially could be like a stopgap there of someone that can plug in yeah. at times and, and kind of help that group out with a little bit more with with his but, athleticism and, and everything. I mean, you could you could throw him in at linebacker for some for some plays, you could throw him in at safety. I mean that and, and honestly that can only help him when he decides to go to the NFL. If you know, watch his film and be like, Hey, look, I can play safety. Hey, look, I can also play linebacker. Um, that's only gonna make his stock rise, assuming well, he plays it well. Yeah, and especially with a lot of teams, you know, when, when if he can cover the slot, yep, you know that mm-hmm. that then you can leave him on the field as a linebacker and also, you know, play get defensive. some of our other guys yeah. in for sure. Okay, let's linebacker. answer Melissa's question. <laughs> Unless, oh, sorry, DJ, if you want to jump in, oh, no, I was just gonna say linebackers in today's NFL, for example, coaches and defensive coordinators are looking for versatility and the ability to cover, kind of like you guys said in the slot. So, you know, I think that could you know benefit him you know, moving forward if he continues to improve on that coverage element as well. I mean, he, he would be a beast at linebacker. I mean, it's been said for a while now. So um, I'm excited that he's willing to try it Um, because like I said before, from everything I had heard up until this season, he was set on only playing safety. So um, kudos to, I'm assuming that's coach Gidry getting in his ear and being like, Hey, look, this is what we can do. And kind of going from there. I, I think that's part of it. The other part is, I mean, or D Nick or whoever. Yeah. I think, I think some of it is, man, last year was embarrassing. Exactly. You're a lot more open to, to, to suggestions when you did that for 12 games. Yeah. Um, 
for sure for sure for sure and he's health, fully healthy too he got his shoulder yeah. fixed like yeah. he said he's feeling like the best he's felt 100 percent. so i'm i i'm expecting a lot from him just because he's had a lot of expectations on him and now he's saying he's fully healthy because he was playing with that shoulder injury like the entire season so and even cam said it that he thinks he could be an all-american all-american this year so that's high praise well well, we'll we'll see about that. Uh, we'll see about that. <laughs> that's putting quite a bit on 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 James Williams in terms of a uh, productivity jump. Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's answer Melissa's question. So, Melissa, I'll throw it back to you initially. Which position group do you are you most? I guess how'd you phrase this? Most excited for? I think it needs to make the biggest leap or could make the biggest leap. Um, I'm gonna say the same answer I said on a pod I did a couple of days ago, and I'm gonna say the the corners, the DBs. Um, and I, I mainly said that because I'm kind of excited to see what Coach Adai does after getting DJ Ivy and Tyreek Stevenson into the NFL. Um, I don't know that he's talked about enough and what he was able to do uh, with them. Like I wouldn't have thought that DJ was going to be an NFL draft pick. I mean, that's just my opinion. Um, I know we got burnt a lot on some plays last year and our defense wasn't great, but Tyreek Stevenson apparently is balling out in Bears camp. Um, so I'm excited to see what we do with it, with the corners and the safeties and what Coach Adai does in his third year. And he's doing a good job, so I hope no one steals him to be a defensive coordinator soon. <laughs> DJ? For me, I would have to say the running backs probably because, you know, Henry Parrish carried a lot of the load last year quite literally. And I think having a guy like Mark Fletcher, for example, will allow for depth at the running back position. Whether or not we utilize the running backs a ton, is another story, but I do like the idea of at least having a capable running back room full of not just depth, but talented depth uh, to help get the job done if needed. I'll be curious to see exactly where they fit into this offense, but they'll definitely fit somewhere. Yeah, that, that's DJ, a good... Who do you, Go DJ, who do you think is RB1 to start the season? Ooh. Assuming there's no setbacks or injuries during fall camp, who do you think is RB1 to start the season? Parrish. But you think Parrish? Yeah, but that could change very wow. quickly. I don't that's a tough question. That's not who I would have said. That's not who I would have that's said. That's not who I would have said either. I would have said I would have said my boy Cheney. I would have gone with Cheney as well. If Cheney is healthy, I think he is our most talented. He, he's uh, he's back. he's I think I don't think it, there's a close second, to be honest. He is I think people yeah. forget how good he is. He's um, just been injured, but Cheney is a beast. But to DJ's overall point, I mean, a large part of last year we were we were getting significant carries to a walk on at running back. Lucius, Lucius. Who, did, who did who did full he credit did. to the kid did a great job for us. Yeah. But man, if you're if you're doing that, something has gone wrong, and something had gone wrong. Right? We had so many injuries. And we should have a better O line this year too. Yeah. Which well, that's, that was going to be my answer, which is offensive line to your question. Yeah. Um, We've upgraded the center. We got Javion Cohen in there. Zion Nelson should actually play. Like to me, this is should like, he is he? I mean, at some point he's got to lace him up, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not hearing. I'm not hearing the greatest of news about his knee. Well, either that or he's going to um, retire. But um, I think at this point, I don't know that there's necessarily another year for him to do anything here. But name your name your starting five on the O-line to start the season. Oh, man, you're making me do this from memory without the roster in front of me. Let's see. So it's Matt Lee and Javion Cohen for sure. So Javion at left guard, Matt at center. Yeah, I got to look at the names because I'm going to F this up. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
think uh, Malagoa probably. I don't think we're going to necessarily start up mm-hmm. fresh. He started yeah. CC at, at right at right at right tackle. He he was he was with the ones during the spring. Who was that? CC, Francis. Um, I I don't. I, don't I could know. see him starting at right tackle. I, I don't know if we'll start a freshman. I think I think oh man, this is a tough one. <laughs> Cause there's a few there's a couple of guys people forget about because they were injured. Zion was out most yeah, of the season. Zion was McCoy out. McCoy was out. Yeah, I'm looking um, through this. What's the stats of like Inez Cooper? Is he I think he's is he okay? Participating now? in camp, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I mean like there's Jalen Rivers, I think, was injured, right? But he's back now. Yeah. Well, let me tell you what I think that you want to know what my what I think. My sure, sure. Be. You go ahead. You go ahead and give it to us. I haven't seen a lot of McCoy, so it's hard for me to put him in my starting five because I don't know a lot about him, and I don't think Zion's going to be ready to put, to start the season. So I'm going to roll with Rivers at left tackle, uh, Javion at left guard, Lee at center, Coop at right guard, and uh, yeah. Francis at right tackle. Yeah, honestly, that would be my that would be I, my group. I I just don't know that we're going to start a, a freshman out there. Who do we put there instead, McCoy? I think so. I don't yeah. think Zion's going to be ready to start. That's my. I opinion. mean, that's the big thing. If Zion's if Zion's playing, that's Rivers, right at right tackle. And then you put and then you put Zion at left. Yeah. I just everyone's like, oh, maybe Coop Coop doesn't start, and I'm like, there's no way you don't have an S Cooper at right yeah, guard. Yeah, no, I Dude balled out last season. Yeah, but the upgrades are really at, at center and, and left guard. Yeah, massive upgrades there. And Tyler and Matt were both saying that they um they hang out with each other outside of, of football and stuff and they've got a good bond. So that's what you want to hear. Yeah. Well, we I hate to keep doing this, but him and Restrepo were like last year, like remember it was like, oh, they got the chemistry and all and then we couldn't score. I mean Well, they were both injured. Fair. But but, <laughs> they, but Restrepo Restrepo didn't play half the season and he needed Tyler, so I don't know what it's hard to find chemistry when you're we injured. weren't we weren't scoring when they were playing and it's always the uh it, it's it's always the again you, you hear the same crap in the offseason every year. So let's, let's Tyler let's, had like what 0.5 seconds to throw the ball. I mean honestly all I know is the the one time we could have the one drive we scored on against FSU, he had Restrepo wide open for a touchdown. Here in America, work is in trouble. We've offshored our manufacturing, sent away good jobs, and lost so much ability to make things. American Giant is a company that's pushing back against this tide. They make high-quality clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more, right here in the USA. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com. Promo code STAPLE20. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I just missed the throw. Um, the fact that that was the only chance we had to really score. Is was it, wasn't the FSU game where one of our offensive linemen got hurt during warmups? I don't, know. I, I, I don't know. I was inebriated. I don't know. And Tyler was hurt. Tyler was hurt. That was, that was, that, 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 that was a rough night for me. Yeah, this was before that. Yeah, but he, I think it was the second yeah. quarter where he hurt his arm. Um, he was already hurt. He was he this he, he came played back. he played the game hurt, and then yeah. he got then banged he up, got then came hurt. back in, and then like threw yeah. a pass and just like walked. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was honestly a good night to be inebriated, Vish, because uh, it wasn't much it excitement was otherwise. I had to. I had to. But Haynes we today we play FSU. Oh, I think Haynes today is joking. <laughs> yeah, he's joking. I was like, we play FSU every year, but I think he's yeah. being sarcastic. Yeah, and he's being sarcastic. Um, yeah. Yes, unfortunately, when you when you work in media like we do, when you're drunk during the game and that game goes like that, that means you get to rewatch the damn thing. Yeah. <laughs> so you can comment to the yeah. Monday show. Yeah. Yep. Which means my Sunday involved a hungover <laughs> watching us get blown out by FSU. So, yeah. So I would have rather rather been sober just just experience that. I had to go to work. I had to go to work that Sunday. So I had to I had to go to work hungover and really, really sad. Yeah, that was that's a terrible combination. I've done that yeah, plenty of times. I've, 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 yeah, I, I was I doing my it. coworker a favor. I generally don't work after the FSU game, so I can recover. Um, but I was saving her a vacation day, so that was very I told nice. her I'm you know, never I doing that again. My coworkers to stuff it in their hat. Let's just say <laughs> I like my coworker. Although we never work together because we work opposite schedules, but she's good peeps, and I trained her so. Yeah, we just had like people I hadn't seen. I mean, I, I overdid it pretty heavily. I had a media credential too. <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say, I used my ticket when sat in my seat. <laughs> I theoretically could have like gone into the press box like that. Would not have been a good time. No one on our network would ever get credentialed again. <laughs> I guess Jazz isn't showing up tonight, huh? Yeah, it doesn't look like it. Um, he is very right. much under the weather. So, uh, you know, I'll, 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 that I'll, happened I'll, to you, Vish. Me and Matt had to do a show without you. I mean, you yeah, were back growing up. But... You told us or something. Yeah, yeah, that was. Uh... It was. It was the. It was the pod that we had Julian Gamble on, and Vish was like, he, he was like going to have to like get off camera every like five minutes. So, me and Matt had to run it, but it was I, good because now I, we've done all three combos. I did. I did produce the show though. He did produce the show. I played her. Have access. I played her. <laughs> That was good. It's it, right. it's nice. But this show and and buckets, we have we both have good crews. Where if one of us is down, we kind of we can keep it going. And yes. And then I just come on when you guys are down to football people. You're, you can always okay. come on whenever exactly. we're not. Exactly. She keeps. I know I'm always invited, but we don't need five people. We don't need five people on this show. That's a lot yeah. of people talking yeah, at once. It is. It is. I agree. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. I mean. But you're this always time, invited. You never have to. Oh yeah, yeah. Either well, this time in the pregame before buckets when we were opening the stream up, I was like, "Please show up." <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's like, there's like. I was like, "You're like, coming, everyone's right?" Everyone's not here. Please. Have we ever no, had to do a? Generally, we have to do the buckets pot around my work schedule. So, like, I'd say like 
seven or eight times out of 10, you guys do the show on a night that I'm working. You just happen to do it on the same night as the bucket pod. So I'm off. Fish, I remember me and you, me and you did the middle, uh, the after the middle. Oh yeah, no, that one we did by ourselves. And Jazz like popped in because he was in the uh, press room or whatever and. I just remember, like that was that was yeah. a uh, yeah. DJ DJ and I co-hosted the uh, the Middle Tennessee State postgame show, <laughs> which we which we vented and were uh, uncensored yeah, and was, uncut. That was that that was um, boy. When Melissa types, the whole world hears. Sorry, <laughs> I was trying to answer case today without interrupting you guys. I, I got to remember to mute when I'm typing. You could just interrupt us. We're we're casual over here. No. Yeah, clearly we uh, clearly we've, we've we've had enough show prep for today, and we've moved on to the cast. Hey, that 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 thirty seconds we did before the show started was more than we normally do. Yeah. Well, I um I was answering Kane's today because he asked if we do a. Baseball I know I saw it. I was gonna verbally I just address said, it, but then I was I like, Jazz and Vish do do a baseball do a baseball show on this channel, but usually just during the season. Um, mm. who knows? Maybe I'll pop into that because. I've always followed Kane's baseball, but not as much as I do now, thanks to Jazz and Vish. So I mean, Jazz is like a celebrity at these games. He knows everyone. He's like, "Hey, I'm gonna go talk to." They all have nicknames. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the Miami, the local baseball in Miami is very much like a inside game, and Jazz is part of that community. So yeah, because he played high school junior ball, all that stuff in Miami. So I hope he yeah. gets better soon. Man. Yeah, no, he'll be fine by next week. He he was actually saying he might pop in, but I think he just decided against it. So he he'll be fine by next week. Hopefully, he, he realized I was doing such a great job filling in for him in blue that he was like, "I'll just." I think I think if he knew you were here, he would have popped in just to you know restore order a little bit. I'm glad I'm uh, glad you came, Melissa, because me and Vish like I love Vish, but I don't know if I could like do just a me and Vish show. We've like, done, we've definitely done shows. We've done them, before. but they haven't been <laughs> no, to me. Literally, literally, Vish said he's like, I need someone that's gonna come on here and talk a lot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know you need to feel blue. And I'm good at book. doing that. If anyone's seen other pods that I've been on, I'm very good at talking. So, <laughs> yeah, but I guess for next week, hope we should have the the full. Uh, the full crew back. Melissa, of course, is always welcome as well. Yeah. Um, and, if, you're going, uh, if you're doing it on Monday night, I work. So Monday night Monday, is, I, is I work the, pretty uh, much work every other Monday. So yeah, Monday night is, uh-huh. is the weekly show time. We should have the crew back. We'll have Usually. a lot more pra- practice. practice yeah. And then Buckets and is going to be on Thursday. 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 I'm pretty sure it should, be, yeah, it should be Thursday. Thursday. It should be Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. Yep. So check that out. If you did not watch uh, Buckets today, we... Did did talk a little bit about basketball, but mostly uh, it was uh, random. It was the other inside stuff. joke show. It I was. revealed my box of memorabilia, which I found a few things that oh, were uh, quite interesting, including and an, a, an article from an article from the student newspaper that they wrote about me and my two friends getting kicked out of a basketball game. Um, Matt and Vish did an apple juice taste test. Yeah, this I'm is generally this is, apple this juice is, on the this show. This is the stuff. Like, this is what you gotta get. Get the simply apple. Martinelli's stuff. and simply apple were the two. They're orange juice. This this is the stuff right here. This is yeah. get the pure press one. It tastes yeah. like apples. It is actually very good. And then, do not um, do not under any circumstances <laughs> buy the Tropicana. That is <laughs> Tropicana is, is terrible. That is disgusting. Um, and then Matt also that. showed off some of his trophies from his sports days but i think the the box of crap portion of it was exciting <laughs> no the apple juice is not anywhere near all gone i have like so much apple. i'm gonna be drinking 
I think, I mean, to be honest, I might just pour the Tropicana out. I can't drink that, but the rest of it, well, I'll, it, it was also the small bottle. It was, it was also the small bottle. So like, there's no point in drinking. It's no, it really, honestly, if it's the same Tropicana apple juice that I, that they have at my job, it's terrible. It is, it's it so is. much sugar. It tastes like you're drinking. I don't even, it, it, it tastes terrible. It's um, terrible. Yeah. But yeah, no, the, sorry, the, Tropicana. The, I'm yeah, still the, pro Mots though. Yeah. I tried the simply apple stuff, man. I don't know if you'll go back. It's very different. It's very because the other yeah. the other four because again it's like a pressed. You can even tell the color is different. Yeah. So Matt, um, Matt and Vish both had Mott as their number two. So DJ, are you an apple juice fan? I feel, I feel like orange? Matt orange juice. I gotta say orange yeah. juice. I'm more of an orange juice. Uh, no pulp. I don't like the pulp. <gasps> That's blasphemy. <sighs> Orange juice and pulp is amazing. I don't. I, don't, I, I can't, love pulp. I feel like if I drink orange juice, I need to have water after because I feel like all sticky. <laughs> I can't drink it because it's too acidic. But when I used to drink orange juice, Cracker Barrel orange juice, so good. They have just enough amount of pulp in it. Cracker Barrel and Chick Fil A, really. You're you're really putting together a, a cultural uh, cornerstone here. Of... Have you ever had the biscuits from Cracker Barrel? I have. Look at me. You think I go into a Lord. Cracker Barrel? <laughs> they'll call me osama when i walk in the door what are we talking about here <laughs> going with cracker barrel yeah crack listen cracker barrel is a pastime because that's like that was our go-to stop when we would do our disney trips when i was a kid driving up from from brower to orlando we'd always stop at the fort pierce cracker barrel so it's kind of nostalgic for me go to a cracker barrel mm. seriously People that look like me don't go into places called Cracker anything. Yep. <laughs> oh my gosh, Vish. He's not. He's it's, it's not. The reality, it's the reality. I may, have to pull, I may have to pull a quote from this show for next week's quote of the week. Uh, well, well, then, uh, how's that? Well, there was, there was plenty of stuff in buckets you'll be able to find a quote for. Yeah, I don't know when I, I, I'll have to go back and watch that. That was an interesting one. So. Yeah, but if you're not following Melissa on Twitter, she's gonna tweet out that article about her getting thrown out. Oh of yeah, I will, I will, I will. Tweet it's an actual, it's old school newspaper clipping that <laughs> was was most definitely not a violation of rights, but <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, just, a good headline. it's a hilarious, it's, it's a hilarious like, take. It's, it's, the headline that. grabs your attention. Yeah, a hundred percent. I That's honestly what? still, I like, and I said it on the, the show earlier, I can't believe I saved this. I, honestly, I don't even remember it, like, reading it the first time. So when I saw it, I was like, what is this? But there was an article written about me and my two friends getting ejected from a basketball game. So. And that'll, and that'll, and I don't, you're not named in it, are you? No, it's not named. It just says three, it just says yeah, a group I, of students. I think the, 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 the it's, a, it's a student newspaper. I don't think he knew who. He didn't know that which of which of the three officials Melissa did. Yeah, I was gonna say I wasn't interviewed for this. Yeah, he was. She wasn't interviewed, but it does corroborate her uh, her story there. It, it it's proof that I, it that it actually happened. It, it provides proof. Of, uh, it, it, it it provides proof of the story that no one was questioning the validity of. That's what it does. I'm sure there was people questioning the validity of it, but why would but you? Make I like how like he couldn't up? name the ref. <laughs> well, because he was he's probably sitting on like the press row or whatever, and he's just like one yeah. of the three refs. It was Sean Hull. <laughs> what game it was, was it? The, it, it, was it was UNC, right? Miami Hurricanes versus UNC basketball game in... Is there a date to this article? No. It was in 2008. 
one of the, the time we played UNC in 2008. I don't know the exact date. When um, I um, posted about it on my Facebook status back then. So when it pops up in my memories next year, I'll be sure to mention it on the pod. <laughs> yeah. So just so you're aware, during the season, we are going to talk about basketball. Yeah, right now we're just searching for things. To <laughs> so talk when about. it when it pops up on your feed, I'm not going to carve out 30 minutes for you to talk about throwing getting thrown out of this game again because it's going to be the middle. No, of the it's just it's literally going to be like two minutes. Like, oh hey, this is the anniversary. Blah blah blah. Um, oh but yeah, right. Re- we we've run out of things to talk about on Buckets Pod. Canes today. That's great. I was 21 years old when this happened. So what was it? 2000, uh, 2008. 2008. Yeah, I was. Let's see. 15 years ago. I let's see, 15 years ago, I was 13. So, it's about, he's yep. about the same age as Matt, as Matt I think. So. Yeah, no, I am the Fish, you are the old man on this pod. Um, I am absolutely not blue no, exists uh-uh. despite you trying to kill him off with your we miss blue as if he's currently, like currently currently you are the old man on this yeah, pod and you're that's... older than than Kane's today's father. Yeah, because he's 15. AO's 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 I know where AO was. I know where AO was and why he missed most of this pod. Well, why don't you do some more free advertising for AO show while you're on here instead of <laughs> no, telling it people, wasn't his show today. Telling, telling, was on tell, telling, telling people to go back on his feed to get the story of how um, I don't think yeah. I told the story of, of how I got kicked out of the game on his on his show though. <laughs> I don't know. You said maybe you should go check I his did. show. It's like or you can watch our I told show. it I told it on our show, I told it on Coop's show, and I told it on Locked On Canes. Yeah, so how about I told you it have, on, I'm, I'm pretty sure I didn't How about you have them uh you know refer back to our show? Because you'll get you'll get to know more about her, how she became a Canes basketball fan, why she went to Miami, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. Go check out the Meet Melissa pod. Yeah, it's it's down on this feed. All right, I think we've Somewhere. exhausted. I've been talking to you for three and a half hours now, Melissa. I think it's enough. We've been on air since <laughs> 7 o'clock. <laughs> since 7 o'clock. As if he doesn't put up with me enough in, in our group text. Well, now I get to cut this up into podcast episodes. So You have to do both. Yeah, I know. I have to do both. So that's three and a half hours of me. I fast forward. Um, so... One hour and 14 minutes of me. Aren't you lucky, Ish? We can never get enough of you, though, DJ. Oh, thanks. I'm glad somebody thinks Casey, that. we appreciate your view. Yeah, no, yeah, actually, actually, he's he's the, he's the real MVP. He sat through three. Of, I, I, I don't know. I don't know how we did this. He took a seven minute break to eat dinner really quickly during the buckets pod, and then other than that, he's been with us the whole time. This is why we do it right here, because of the loyal fans like Kane today. Thank you, Kane. Appreciate you. And, hey, yo, thanks uh, for showing up at the end, as always. Fashionably late. Yeah, once uh, football season gets going, then we'll uh, really have some stuff to talk about coming up yeah. soon. Hopefully, it's wait till not... football and basketball are both in season. Then I it's going to be insane. It's going to be crazy. Vish, yeah, Vish is going to like, like want to kill me. It's going to be like a nightly show for me because we do men's and women's, and we're going to do pre and post. Ooh, Kane today had lasagna. What up? Ooh, okay. I I, I love lasagna. <laughs> Who doesn't? All right, I think it's enough. <laughs> <laughs> Blue Jazz, we missed you tonight. Jazz, I hope you feel better. Yeah, we'll be back Monday, 8.30 with the football show, and then next Thursday at 7. Thursday for buckets. Thursday at 7, buckets. We'll Maybe we'll get some news out of Europe, and we'll be able to uh, talk some hoops. Or maybe we'll get a guest on. we got to talk to Matt. <laughs> <laughs> One of his guys. 
one of his guys. <laughs> Check out my Twitter. I'm going to post this article. Yeah, she's going to post that article. Um, and we can argue about the constitutionality of getting thrown out of an arena where the ticket I'll says tag, we I'll can throw you out. Bitch. I'll tag you. <laughs> I just want to find this guy, Anthony Vega. If you're out there, you wrote this thing 15 years ago. Was this, was it, wait, was this 15? This was 15 years ago. That game was 2008. Your, that was your senior year. Okay. So mm -hmm. 15 years ago, you wrote this article. Where are you now? We will bring you on buckets to talk about it. Does anybody, does anybody know this man? <laughs> we want to talk about it. We want to discuss if you still stand by this being a violation of rights versus her <laughs> violating the terms of service of the ticket that she used to get in, which feels more right? like what happened there. They do make an announcement. The ACC yeah. promotes good sportsmanship. <laughs> oh, no, you're 100. If you ever flip your ticket over and read all the crap, they can throw you out for whatever reason they want. There was no money. I mean, I was just waving. We weren't even cussing. We weren't yelling things. We were literally just waving money. So depending on the interpretation... However, yeah, sarcastic that was during you were the Tim Donahue scandal. You you were accusing the refs of taking money in order to <laughs> slant the game in UNC's favor with a visible gesture, which is almost worse than yelling it because <laughs> you don't pick up the audio like on TV and stuff, but you certainly can see someone waving. Well, dollars I don't know. The... Back in the day, I, oh, it was UNC though, so there was people there. I was gonna say back in the day, there weren't that many people at games, but it was UNC, so people showed up for that. Wait, this is this is Anthony Vega, the dude that's. Wait, Ayo, do you that... actually know him? We, wait, we got to make sure it's when the I right one. The right, <laughs> like if you actually know him, when I post the, the article, I mean, we him. will definitely bring him on buckets. Like if he if he actually, <laughs> we got to talk about this. He probably won't even remember. There's no way he remembers writing this thing. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was a sophomore at the time that he wrote this article, so. But yeah, I, there's no way you remember. I appreciate that he that he gave us some press. That was actually pretty funny. So, <laughs> and a good I mean, you, anyway. someone had to stand up for your for the clear civil rights violation. My constitutional, my constitutional yeah, yes. rights. There we go. <laughs> All right, everyone. All right, y'all. Yeah, check us out next week, eight thirty. Monday is Sixer and Canes. Um, Thursday at seven for buckets. Next Thursday, not tomorrow. Yeah. See you later. Bye. The Six Rig Kane Show. The Six Rig Kane Show. The Six Rings Kane Show. You know. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.